House of Roll presents a life well-crafted. Five iconic luxury brands sharing the spotlight in one lavish house of brands. Roll, Riavel, Perrin and Rowe, Victoria and Albert, and Shaw's. To discover the full scope of design possibilities for your kitchen and bath, look no further than House of Roll. Reimagine your own setting at houseofroll.com. Hey guys, how you doing? JP Sarikolia here, and welcome again to another episode of Age of Heroes, my podcast. And this is a very important episode. This is episode number 200. 200 episodes. I'm so glad. I was really looking forward to this moment. At, at some points on the race, I was thinking, I don't think I'm going to be able to get there. But we are here, and I'm so excited. Of course, if you're here on this channel, if you're following this on YouTube, you may see that we don't have that many videos. Of course, I started at JP Sari, and then I moved the podcast here. But if you have listened from the beginning, if you're a person that has followed this podcast from the first episode, thank you very much. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the last few years that I've been doing this. I think it's been, what, almost almost three years that I've been doing the podcast. And it's been an amazing ride doing all of this. And I'm so excited, static at the same time. I didn't expect to get this far. And it's been a, a journey. And I'm definitely I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for your support. So today, I want to share not only because of the joy. I, I didn't know exactly what to share on this episode. I definitely didn't know. Uh, I thought about it. I, I had some ideas. But because of my schedule, my my, my job, my life... I didn't get the opportunity to really work on those ideas or trying to get something, maybe have any conversation with other people and invite people to the podcast, maybe do some type of giveaway or something like that. I didn't get the chance to do any of that. So my apologies, probably will get to do that at some point. But the bottom line is this, I'm excited because this podcast has been in so many ways a lifeline for me to be able to express my thoughts, to be able to express how I feel. If you follow me closely, you know that I love to ramble a lot, and I maybe talk a lot. And I know initially when I was doing my my in my main channel JP Sarah reviews, I used to talk. Uh, some people would say, "Well, your videos are too long." Some people used to say that back in the day when videos were really small, like three, four, five minutes. My videos would over you know pass the ten minutes or more sometimes. And you know, back in those days, I didn't know how to edit well, so I didn't edit my videos. It was just. It was a rambling. It was just me talking and saying whatever. And over time, of course, I have realized that time is important, particularly if you want to be relevant in YouTube and have improved on that area. It doesn't mean that I'm 100% there because, to be honest, my, my brain is constantly you know, moving. So it's like I have a lot to, to say. And the podcast has become the place where I can really express everything on filter. And at the same time, you know, it, that limits the amount of people that can be here because not everyone has the time and not everyone wants to spend 30 minutes listening to a guy, you know, rambling about whatever. So I know some people are not really keen for this, but I know a lot of people, the podcast, you, you know, I would say universe, the podcast community has grown and continues to grow. Many people love podcasting. It's a, it's a great thing to do. I, I listen to podcasts while I'm at work. I like to listen to people that have something important to share. And I feel that, you know, the people that are here is because they value my opinion, whether it's a good opinion or not, whether you even agree or disagree, 
you just like to be with me or listen to my voice or to what I have to share. And I love that part of the podcast. I, that's the reason why I've been doing this. And I, I'm still grateful for the person that recommended me to do this because, you know, it's been a journey and I one that I have enjoyed and I still enjoy. And I think still, you know, it needs, it needs process. It needs to grow. It needs to mature. I needs to become a better podcaster. But, um, you know, time will tell, you know, like the same thing happened with my channel. When I go back and watch some of my first videos from nine years ago, uh, you know, they're cringe wordy. You know, they're just not the best videos. Sometimes I don't even like to watch them because I don't like my voice, the way I'm saying things, the way I'm rambling of the camera moving here and there. Uh, their shaky camera, all of that. But, um, you know, now when I go back and, and look at my new videos are much better. Doesn't, doesn't mean they're perfect, but I, I can see the evolution. I can see how far have, have come, you know, from the my humble beginnings with just a phone and into just editing videos and working with different programs, all of that, editing the audio, all of that. It's just an amazing experience. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, you know, there's something that, the last nine years that I've been doing this have been amazing. And the last almost three years when the podcast had also been amazing. So I'm so grateful for the opportunity. Today, I want to talk about something that is important. A friend of mine, a person that follows this podcast, and I thank you very much always for your support. He mentioned, why don't you talk about, he, you know, people are recommending some subjects. And I love when people do that. It really gives me an idea what I need to talk um, they, uh, he mentioned about talking about when enough is enough. And as you can see on the title, um, pretty much this is what we're going to talk about today. When enough is enough on when is the best time to quit, when, when to call it quits. And I feel that uh, for a lot of people in anything, in, in any hobby, because I many the people that follow here, of course, is because you, you are into, into a particular hobby where there is statue collecting, action figure collecting, you're an omnibus collector, you like to collect comics or anything else, diecast. Uh, the reason uh, I think that sometimes we don't know when it's time to stop. And I think it's important to know your limits as a collector, your limit as a person, and also to know when is the, the right time just to simply give up on something and maybe just call it quits. And I know that that's a question that we ask ourselves in sometimes in the distant, you know, like it doesn't happen all the time. I think most collectors don't want to quit. I don't think I want to quit anything. I'm not a quitter. Um, I'm not the type of person that likes to give up on something that I love very deeply, very much. And I feel that most people uh, share the same thing or feel the same way because in the end, I feel that we, we're as collectors, we are born like that. And I mentioned that before. We are born as collectors. If you are a person that are in love with something, you're going to go to your dying bed you're going to be very loving what you love. And that's not going to change. So it's not like you can simply quit what you love or your passion because it's what really forms you. It's what really builds you up. It's what really makes you the person you are. So it's not like you can quit. However, it's important to know our limitations. It is important to know when is the best time to say, you know what, I'm going to just hang the the towel, I'm just going to throw the towel. I'm going to hang my, my, you know, whatever my, my code. I'm just going to get, you know, just give it a rest. And I think it's important that we know our limitations. We know the time that is right for us to make a move. And, you know, as a person that has been collecting many things, I've been blessed to be in a collector of many things over the years. I think as a child, I started collecting things and I've always have a passion for collecting things. Whether it's statues, action figures, you know, game, you know, consoles or whatever, I, I love to collect things. I love to, I love the retro stuff. 
And uh, I'm always been involved in one way of shape or form into something of collecting, even when I give up some collecting thing. And I've done that several times when I give up, let's say statue collecting, I give up, I started collecting uh, just to kind of give you an idea. My early statue collecting part started, I would say in the early 2000s, I was collecting statues uh, from 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004, I was collecting some stuff. Then I got married, 2004, uh, that's when I, I officially got married. So that's when uh, I took a five year break and I got back into statue collecting in 2009. Well, 2009, I got back into comics, and then, of course, that led into statues. Actually, statues was first in comics. I start sometimes to go back in time. So I think I've been, it was 2009? Yeah, it was 2009. Uh, so I've been, technically, since 2009, I've been collecting nonstop statues. However, in the, since 2009, uh, I've been, it's been kind of like a, I wouldn't say a roller coaster, but it's been more of uh, doing, um, like, um, you know, like taking some breaks at times because of this reason or that reason, whether it was work, whether it was family, whether it was my health, I have to take a break from it. There were a couple of times where I sold everything, almost everything, just left one statue, two statues, and then restart again. I'm in the process of rebuilding my collection again. Um, and surely everything you see right here is not everything I have. I still have some stuff over there. I have some stuff still boxed in. So I have some stuff around. Um, but, um, if you're watching this on YouTube, of, of course, uh, I have some other stuff and I have a lot of stuff packed in, a lot of action figures, a lot of diecast, which I've been going through in the last few days. I've been going through my diecast stuff. I've been moving boxes from my, uh, in this case, from my attic because it's been the place and I'm going through all this stuff that has been sitting there for years. Uh, I did a lot of diecasting. When I quit the statue collecting, uh, I, I still continued collecting diecasts. That's what I did for those five years that I took a break uh, when I was married, even though I was not collecting statues, uh, you know, I was still collecting die casts. And that was something that I did. So I have plenty die cast models. And there's something that have shown very rarely here, but I do have a bunch. So I'm going through boxes and getting stuff out, getting rid of all the trash, getting putting stuff into better, you know, finding some containers so I can have all my models. I'm particularly a 118 collector. I love the 118, which is still large in comparison to anything else. But I have a lot of classic models. I love all cars from all different eras. So it's it, it have particularly I love the stuff that has is based in movies and all that. So I have a lot of diecasts, and um, I'm going through all of that. Some of that stuff because it's been in the attic for so many years, over ten years on some of that stuff. Um, of course, some of the stuff had gotten damaged, so I have to get rid of it. So it just I'm going through all of that, and I'm going through like boxes and boxes of action figures. You know, as a collector. You know, I have never really quit per se, you know, like I have all my life has always been about collecting something Whether it was movies, DVDs, Blu-rays, you know, still books, you know, I still have a bunch of them where there is games, you know, like I have so many different consoles and different things and even five sticks, as you can see right there, I have many five sticks. So it's, it's always been about collecting stuff and I love it, you know, and to be honest with you, maybe some people say that I'm obsessed with it and I would agree uh, to a certain extent I am, but it's, it's part of who I am. It's my personality. Uh, I love it. I love to preserve things. I love the things that have some emotional value to me. I love the things that actually, not only because they're important to me, but also because I can share with other people. Like my now I have my nephew. I don't have a son, but I have my nephew. And my nephew always comes here and he loves to play with me. 
with the five sticks. He loves to 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 the heroes. I introduce him to these heroes. He likes to watch movies and cartoons with me. He, you know, he has become in so many ways the, the son that I I don't have. And I love him very deeply. Um, I like to spend time with him. I like to share, you know, share my world with him to to show him the things that I even did with my daughter. Although my daughter was not really too much into the geeky stuff. Parts of it she was, not everything. Of course, you know, it was a different relationship between father and daughters, the relationship that you have fathers and sons. So, you know, I give the opportunity to share that. And I think that's the important thing that I will tell you. One thing that I, I realized that, you know, hobbies are good, but they cannot be the most important part of your life. The most important part of your life should always be family. And if people ask, when do I need to stop? I would ask this question to people. Is I would ask this to you, to whoever is listening to this. Is the hobby getting in the way for you to have a good time or to have a quality time with your family? If it's getting in the way, then it's time to put a stop to it. Take a break. Maybe give up for a little bit or maybe give up entirely if it's just a sickening if it's damaging your relationship, your marriage, and your family relationship with your kids, then it's time to give up. If it becomes an addiction more than just a pastime, then it's time to give up. That's important. You know, when call it quits, if this hobby has become more important to you than your life, than your health, than your family, than your marriage, you know, like, I'm sorry, you know, it, it needs to go. Because to be honest with you, like, I love the hobby, but we're going to talk, I know I'm talking to adults here. It's not more, more important than my sex life. You know, <laughs> I want to have a good sex life. You know, it's not more important than having a time with my kids, you know, a relationship where we can spend together and I can really love my kids. You know, so when it gets in the way for you to enjoy life, when you're spending more money into this, but you're so afraid to go and spend money to go out and eat and try a new restaurant, then that's a, that's a problem. And I know some people, they rather spend money into the collectibles rather than just having a good time or going, taking a vacation, going someplace that had never been, you know, taking the family out, you know, for dinner, the wife, you know, going out, you know, if it, that becomes more important and the hobby has become the only thing that really brings satisfaction and you, the only thing that matters to you, then the hobby is the problem and the hobby needs to go. And I know it's not easy to say, and I know a lot of people don't want to listen to that, but when, that is the time when we come to that place where you have no joy or you have no life outside the hobby, then you have no life at all because the hobby cannot be your life. Yes, it's part of who you are. It's part of what represents us. It's part of me. It's part of my DNA. I love it. I love these characters. I love what they represent, the good ones and the bad ones, whatever. But at the end of the day, it is just a fictional world that is not meant to last forever yes it can last the legacy of these characters and it constantly evolving but at the end of the day you know it's not you're not gonna take anything to your grave so if you're not gonna take it to your grave why do you worry so much about the next thing and i don't know for example right now this is something i i seen and i'm gonna talk about it probably in another video on my channel when i talk about i want to talk about all the releases that I haven't talked about prime one studio uh, this holiday season the stuff that has happened this late fall i talk i, I had a video where i talk about xm studios if you follow my channel, watch that video. I talk about the most recent stuff from XM Studios. I'm going to do the same thing with Prime One Studio with Aaron Studios uh, so I can catch up with everything. Also, Quinn Studios, Infinity Studios. So we'll get to that place, uh, to that time when I can produce those videos there. But uh, I've seen some of like, the situation that is happening right now with Prime One Studio with the Heath Ledger Joker. And people are freaking out for some pictures that were taken out. Uh, and to me, the piece looks great because supposedly people saying that it's not the same as the prototype. And in my, in my mind, it was like, dude, 
how long you've been collecting you know i've been collecting for so many years and i'm telling you have never ever 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 seen a final product look the same as a prototype never it's not going to happen you know how much that prototype costs that prototype probably cost them you know an, an average of 30 to 40 thousand dollars when you come to all the costs to create that prototype 30 40 thousand dollars and you're paying two thousand dollars and yes a lot of money two thousand dollars not saying that it's not but i'm saying you compare the the job of a painter a professional painter painted that the sculptor everything is perfect on that piece the prototype is producing a mass is mass producing a factory so the quality is always going to be not as great as that so when you try to compare you know one to the other i'm sorry it's like trying to comp compare a cheap car with a you know a, a sports car that is produced in italy and you you compare it to one that is produced in india you not saying that india cars are indian cars are bad or anything but there's a big difference there's a big difference. Yes, it's a copy of that because ultimately the product, the, the products that we get are just simply copies of the prototype. That's all it is. They are copies. They are official licensed copies. But that's about it. They've just been taken out. They've been cast out of the same prototype. You know, so on the end of the day, it's going to be some loss in the quality, on the detail, and some a lot of stuff in the paint. You know, and I'm saying that I'm justifying something to be you know like terribly bad but when i look at the pictures it doesn't look bad but people go they get so extra people get so uh, you know worked up because they saw a bad taken picture and they say well this is bad and they're canceling the stuff and they're losing money in the process because they just and they just go in on social media you know and there's a rampage and people you know whining and crying and carry on about the whole thing and i was like dude you know like why do you lose you know your sleep because of something like this because you get carried away. And I reviewed that statue and I wasn't impressed with the sculpt in the end. But when I look at the prototype and I look at the final product, you know, I was like, you know, like they're very similar, you know, close to it. So I don't know why people are crying out. I don't know why people get so upset about it, you know. And but the problem is that people get so, and this is the thing, I, and that's another thing, when to call it quits, when this is getting too personal, when the hobby, you cannot stand open Facebook, when you open in Facebook and every time you see somebody whining and you get bothered by it, if you get upset by it, then I think it's time to call it quits. Because when this is getting too personal, when this is getting on you, on your, under your skin, then you know you have a problem. Then you know it might as well take time just to take, you know, take a break, get out of it for a little bit. Don't deal with these people no more because to be honest with you, it's always going to be like this. You're always going to have whiners. You're always going to have the complainers. You're always going to have the people that are always looking for the best thing. And, you know, but they don't understand. It's like it, it doesn't it compete in their mind. It doesn't compete in their mind that, you know, you're not going to get that. You're not going to get the product. That, I'm sorry. You're not going to get it. It's not going to happen unless you buy the actual prototype. If the company lets it go, then you might say, yeah, but otherwise you're not getting the same thing. I'm sorry. You know, yeah, you pay two thousand, you pay four thousand, five thousand dollars for one for one thing. You know, it is not the prototype. It is just the final product that was produced in a mass factory, probably painted by children. You know, that's how it is. That's how it is. You know, but, you know, people don't want to accept that, you know, and just and this is the thing. What I'm, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because when this becomes an obsession and when you are the type of person that you get worked up about it, you kind of you lose sleep because of it. You are so worried about it. You just let everybody else decide for you and all of those things. When that becomes so stressful, more stressful than your, you know, your day job, then you realize that you have a problem and might as well it's time to give it up. 
It's time to quit. It's time to get an intervention. It's time to, you know, like step out of it, you know, and go and do something that you love, something different. Discover the world. Travel, you know, take your family for a for a nice vacation. Go on a cruise. Do something different. Take your wife out just for the new restaurant, the new Indian restaurant that was that opened up. Just go there instead of just like worrying and spending the time here on social media on the phone, just like you know, clicking in, clicking out, just like talking to everybody that is you know that doesn't know you, but they think they know you, and they're coming at you because they disagree with your opinion. You know, that's just the way it is. You know, I'm not, you know, it's, it's not an easy thing. You know, I'm not saying that it's easy because I am the type of person that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm confrontational, although some people may think that I am confrontational. I am not, you know, but I'm the type of person that I stand of what I said. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to back down. I never back down for anything. So if you come at me, I'm going to respond. You know, I'm going to respond whether you like it or not. And you may not like the response, but the thing is this, you know, I have learned that sometimes it's better you know, just to simply, you know what, just call it quits. And I have done that. You know, there are times where I have walked away from, you know, in this case, conversating, talking to certain people. Sometimes I even leave groups or I leave a forum. You know, I stay in the forum for a little bit then walk away from it for it could be a year, two years, something like this or even more. Why? Why do I bother? You know, you can actually even turn on the notifications on your. And this is something that I hate about Facebook that you once you are part of a group or somebody, someone adds you to a group, which I hate. When they add you to a group, then you get these notifications of everything. So you can turn that off, turn it off. And sometimes just you stay away from social media or just kind of like get out of some of those groups. There's so many junky groups out there. Unbelievable the amount of groups that are created every day. And sometimes it's just because somebody was kicked out of a group and creates his own group. Someone was have a problem, you know, got into a beef with someone else and they decide to make their own group so they can say whatever they want to say. And there's so much there's so many groups and there's so many people that are so unprofessional in the way they handle these groups. They don't know how to handle a group. They don't know how to be leaders because they've never been leaders in their life. Perhaps they only, you know, they don't even lead at their jobs. They just are, you know, tell other people, they don't tell people what to do. They just simply follow orders. So here they power trip because they never have power in their hands. They never really use power in their hands. So they don't know how to handle that and they do whatever, you know, they act like, you know, like kings, like tyrants in their own groups. And it happens all the time. You know, I see it all the time. And you know what? If that's the case, if you're a part of those groups, you know, like walk away from them. You're not losing anything. They're not even going to remember you. They're not even going to lose any sleep when you leave. And the thing is, this: you're going to gain the peace of mind. They will continue in their own, you know, quarrels and all things happening within the group. They're going to still having these arguments and fights and crying every single time something comes up because it's always something to complain about. And but you have peace of mind. Ultimately, that's important. And you know what? You know, I've been going into a lot of places here today with this. But to be honest, there's so much you can do. And another thing, if you already start, if you have a vision and you're getting closer to that vision. If you feel that that's time to go, if the prices are too high, if you don't feel that you can match the prices, if you think that everything is getting out of hand and you don't have control of it, then just let it go. Let it go. You know, the thing is this, this industry has always been expensive since I remember. Of course, you know, it depends on the times, you know, like what was considered expensive, uh, I would say 10 years ago, it's very different than what was considered expensive five years ago and what is considered expensive now. And believe me, what's going to be considered expensive in five, five years from now is going to be more expensive than what we think now. now. And we're going to think, oh, this is cheap. You know, it's always constantly evolving. Of course, these are luxury items. So, of course, the price is always subject to change and it's going to continue to rise because this, the materials that are used, they utilize, they're not, 
you know, the, these are not livelihoods. These are not things that you use for a living. So ultimately, the, the price is going gonna to always be high because this is for a particular person, the person that has the means to buy the stuff. You know, and, you know, as much as we can say this, you know, when the frustration kicks in, when you are frustrated with the world, when you're frustrated with the situation, when you're frustrated with the way the hobby is, is evolving, then it's time to give it a rest. And believe me, I have done that a couple of times. I have done that a couple of times where I felt like, you know what, this is taking over. Let me take a break. And you know what? I'm always kind of lurking and looking at stuff and I walk away. The last three years that I was doing the pod, you know, the podcast and the YouTube channel as a full-time job, I didn't buy anything. I wasn't collecting anything. And I've been telling you right now, I've been buying a lot of stuff. I'm really kind of, my wife says, I'm just, um, you know, like pretty much trying to recover lost time, all that. And I've been doing stuff, you know, and I'm blessed. And I say, thank you, Lord. You know, I would say thank you, Lord, all the time, no matter what, because now I have the means that I didn't have for three years that I was doing something that I was passionate about, but I didn't have the means to buy the stuff. Now I do have the, mean, the means for it, but I don't have the, uh, the capacity to even produce these videos that I want to do and have reviews to make. But to be honest with you, sometimes it's good to, that not, to, not, to not have everything. It is good not to have everything because it gives you an appreciation of what you already have but also an insight of things that you can see now on a better way. Again, I've been doing this for a long time. And because I've been doing this for a long time, I has been, I've been able to understand and appreciate the art and the hobby in, in, in different ways. Is it perfect? No. Is it good? I wouldn't say no. And that goes, I'm talking about statue collectors here, but I can talk about omnibuses. I can talk about action figures, you know, like the, 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 the technology, the art is evolving. You get to see more, uh, better action figures that you did 20 years ago. You are getting to see better statues that you got to see 20 years ago. You're getting to see collections, full collections of, you know, all these omnibuses coming out, these hardcover collections, better than 10 years ago, 20 years ago. It is amazing. Uh, 20 years ago, we didn't have omnibuses. You know, 10 years ago, perhaps a little over 10 years that's when the omnibuses start kind of kicking in, I think 15 years ago or something like that. But now we can get to see all these collections. And to be honest with you, it's a great time to be a collector. Yes, it is expensive. So that's the reason why you have to be very careful how you spend your money. You have to have a plan. It's important to have a plan. But that doesn't mean that just because you have a plan, everything is going to work out great. And there are times where, you know what, it's just time to just give it a rest. You Believe me, if you're a collector, you're always going to be a collector. It's always going to be in your DNA. It's always going to be in your heart. But there are times that it's better just simply to step back, relax a little bit, take some time. And I says, you know what, I'm, this, is, this year is going to be for me. This is going to be my year. All the money that I'm, is coming in, I'm going to invest it into something that I want to do. And it's important to find that. Perhaps you want to, you've always been dreaming to have a boat, you know, and you haven't really got to that place. Well, you know, maybe it's because you have all these hobbies that are entertaining you. You know, take it a break. You know, I'm not saying if you want to get rid of it, get rid of it, the stuff. You make some extra cash. And maybe you can go and buy that you know, motorcycle that you've been dreaming on or that boat or that, you know, I don't know, that little camper. So you want to go with your family around. You know, this is the thing. I think there are a lot of things in life that are more important than any hobby. And yes, hobbies are good. They represent us, but they're not, they're not necessarily what we are going to leave behind that really matters. Believe me, the day I die, all the stuff that I have behind me, all the stuff that I have collected in the attic and stuff in boxes and closets and all of that in all different places in the house... It's going to be sold. You know, my daughter already told me that. My daughter told me that I'm going to sell everything you have. And to me, it's like, do I am building that legacy so somebody can enjoy it? 
you know, I don't care. You know, she can sell whatever. You know, she can keep the money and do whatever she wants with the money. She's very good with money. And she knows how to invest it. But at the end of the day, is that what I'm really building on? You know, are we building something in order to be closer to the people we love? Or are we building something just because we are escaping the reality and even escaping and trying to run away from the people that are important in our lives? So we have to really be concise on that. Now, coming to the end of the podcast, it's been a little bit, it's been a bit long uh, in comparison to other episodes. I would say that I'm grateful for what I've been doing the past 20 years as a collector. Um, it is amazing. I, I'm telling you, I see the art, I see all of this, and I'm so, it is, it's a humbling experience to see, man. It's like you realize the talent that is out there and you're like, man, I, you know, whatever you thought you could do, somebody is going to improve it. And I'm thinking like, these people are so talented. There's so much talent out there. People doing amazing stuff. And yes, prices are crazy. But at the same time, I understand the market, I understand the industry, I understand the needs. I understand that people live, there's a livelihood of people here. And when you're buying these items, you know, they're one of a kind in so many ways. Yes, they have addition sizes, but it's not like they produce millions of them. So it's important to really value the work of these people and to understand that. However, it doesn't mean that just because, you know, like we love this and I'm passionate doesn't mean that I don't get tired of it at times. And I feel like, man, I think I need to take a break from it. And you know what? Life is about seasons. Life, life is about experiences. And if you're not experiencing life, if you're not learning something new. If you're not adding something new to the catalog of life, you know, then there's some there's a problem there. You know, and I know some people, they don't like change. I know some people, they like to live life the same way. They like to eat the same thing. They eat the same lunch every day. They, they choose the same peanut butter and jelly sandwich every day. And, you know, and they eat crackers or whatever with it. And that's about it. And a diet soda. And I, I work with people like that, that they love to eat the same thing every day. I'm not like that. And the important thing is that you know yourself. When you know yourself, then you realize your limitations and you realize what really moves you. And, you know, I get excited with something, but then I kind of lose track of that or I just lose the, the fire that I have initially, the passion for it. And then I move to the next thing. And then I come back again to the other, the, the thing that I started, everything. And I've done that several times. You know, I start with something, you know, I give up after a while because I get tired of it. Then I move on to the next thing. Then I go back. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. There's no perfect method. Ultimately, this is not a job. You're not getting paid for it. You're actually paying for it. So might as well just get the best out of it. You know, do what is important. When is the time to quit? Is the time when you're ready to quit. Just bottom line. But if you feel and the people around you are demanding more of you, and you don't have enough to give, then I'm sorry, you are running short. And if you're running short, it's time to cash this check, you know, and use that money to really do the things that really, and invest that money into the things that are really important. And believe me, family, your spouse, your you know friends are more important than any hobby. Yes, this hobby is a great reflection of us, but it's not us. You know, we are who we are in, in, inside of us, and that's more important. You have to really invest in yourself rather than invest in your hobbies. If you're investing more on that, and you're not investing enough on you, then that is a problem, and it needs to be fixed. My friends, I want to say thank you. Thank you very much for the support for the last three years. If I'm not mistaken, I've been doing this podcast. I don't even remember what was the, when was the first episode. I need to find out. I want to tell you that um, I am taking a break from the podcast. I am going to be 
uh, because of the holidays, I'm going to take some time. I, I got things to do. I got videos to produce. I have material that I haven't edited and needs to be edited over the holidays for my main channel. And I'm going to concentrate on that, uh, trying to, you know, you know, get back on track of things with the channel. And uh, so I'm taking a break. I don't know how long. I don't know when I'm coming back. To be honest, it's been a, a fun ride. I enjoy the podcast. I thank you for everyone that listens to this and watch the videos. And, you know, if you share this, thank you very much. You know, we don't have the ma many followers here, but I'm, I'm glad that I do this. But I'm going to take the time. Also, I want to rethink the strategy for the podcast. I want to think, what is the next step? I don't want to continue doing the same thing over and over um, because I get tired of it, like I mentioned. But I want to do things that actually are impactful and are building people and are really helping someone. I know they help someone, these episodes we do. Uh, but I want to go back with a new plan, with a new vision. Now, I really want to rethink the strategy for the podcast, how to improve the podcast, how to make it better more conducive for growth and also for more people to engage with it. You know, maybe it's time for me to stop talking too much on the, on the camera or on the microphone and allowing all the people also to share and use this platform, this podcast to share them, you know, their own views. And I think that's something that I've been thinking for quite some time and we're going to get there. I, I know that this year, last year I did more of those interviews. I probably got to do more interviews on the podcast and talk to people. I've been thinking about those things. Of course, the time is the essence right now and has been hard. So I want to really take the time to spend with my family over the holidays, with my wife, with my daughter, and uh, just relax a little bit and, you know, produce some of the videos that I need to do and uh, really think uh, for next year and to see what will be the plan. But once again, my friends, thanks for the support. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for really being on my corner every step of the way. I really appreciate your support. I really appreciate what you do. And I want to wish you all happy holidays, Merry Christmas, you know, Happy New Year, Happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for, um, you know, for being my friends. God bless you. Take care. I will talk to you again. Bye-bye.